After a two-week hiatus, the Time Attack Gaming Podcast returns. First and foremost, I want to apologize due to some uh, traveling conflicts. We had to take a two-week hiatus, but we're back. And, uh, you know, I'm not planning on traveling anytime soon. (laughs) We should be good. Back in the weekly schedule, Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time uploads. We appreciate your patience, but don't worry. Because of that time off, we got a jam-packed episode like we always have. And, of course, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Josh Statics. Hello, everybody. How we doing today? <laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while since we uh, sat down and got some topics together. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We, we, we have a lot of opinionated stuff to talk about today. Very. Um, yeah, even, even with the news stuff, uh, I'm going to get fired up. Today might be a day I get fired up, possibly. I don't want to, you know, don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. But today <laughs> might be a day I get fired up. Oh, um, but, you know, we, we, we got a fully featured episode. We are changing one of the segments because this is very much in progress, the, the development of what this podcast is and what it will become. We're changing our Clip of the Week segment to what I like to call Clip or Cap. Basically, it's a segment where we take some time away from the topics we're normally talking about. And we're going to uh, discuss either a clip that we will bring to the table or um, an awful hot take comment that we get on one of our videos or we see on Twitter. Uh, Nothing (laughs) is off limits here. And it just opens the doors uh, for more fun possibilities. But before all of that, Josh, like we always like to start our podcast, we got our hook question, our random question of the week. And Josh, if you don't mind, I'd like to go first because I love that this is a classic (laughs) age-old gamer question but i want to know if you were a gym leader what gym leader would you be what type would you be and who and who would your um who would your ace pokemon be oh damn (laughs) this is this is tough for me because there are a lot of pokemon i really like but i think or like a lot of types i like like i was like okay i really like bug types but I think I would have to be a Steel-type gym leader because Steelix is my favorite Pokemon, and I would have yeah. to have him as my ace. So, uh, I think off the type, top of my head, I mean, I'll be, this is a disclaimer, I haven't played many Pokemon games, but I have oh, wow. played some. But I will say, off the top of my head, I would get, I would love to be a fire gym leader. Fire? Yeah. Who'd your ace be? Hmm? Who'd your ace be? Who's your... Your main Pokemon, your trump card. Man. Don't say Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most typical answer. Uh, it's a not very Charizard. Pick. Nah, it, it would be, but I would probably like go with Incineroar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a starter, which is rare for a gym leader to have as their ace, but... Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, firefighting, right? That's a... Yeah. I mean, he hits like a truck. Yeah, this is it's just it's just I I just like I don't know why I just like fire for some reason. Yeah, sometimes just 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 light a fire up some people's asses. But (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Rapidash would be a cool. Like Rapidash carried me through one of my or helped carry me through one of my um, Nuzlocke runs. I did a Nuzlocke run of Gen Four, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. And I was lucky enough to catch a Rapidash because we had lost the Monferno earlier in the run. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with Gen 4, there's like two fire types you can get during the run of that game. And one of them is Rapidash. So it's like really important to get that Pokemon as one of your encounters. 
but yeah, that's I feel like that's a that's a timeless question. You know, oh, yeah, what that's, gym that's, leader would you be? That's very timeless. Timeless. <laughs> but what do you got? What's your uh, what do you got for me? So this is my Let's hear it. This is my random hook question of the day. Uh, this is very uh, gaming related. Uh, so, what's the game Uh-oh. that you thought the gameplay was interesting, but okay. the story was meh? Meh or dog shit? It could be either. It could be whatever you wanted to be. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to do a uh, non-typical answer Go ahead. and say Anarchy Reigns. Anarchy. And what I feel like so oh Anarch- my god. Do you know what Anarchy Reigns is? <laughs> is that, I think I have it. On, yeah, I have it on my it's on my collection. It's on my Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what it so, is. Go ahead. <laughs> first of all, I want to say Anarchy Reigns is so underrated. That game is awesome, man. I I remember um basically it's like it's almost like a spiritual successor to Mad World yeah. on the Wii. But it's a multiplayer fighting third-person arena battle royale style game on PS3 and 360. Yeah. Weirdest shit ever. Bayonetta's in the game. Jack Kamen and the Black Baron from Mad World are in the game. Uh, and there's all <laughs> these other just, like, random characters. It, it, it's such a cool, badass game, but... Um, most of the line delivery and the story is is terrible, yeah. but... There is one character in that game that has, like, for no reason, a S-tier voice acting <laughs> performance in this game. And it is so out of place. Like, this man is in the booth giving it his all, while everyone else is clearly just like, there, okay, you know, low-budget game, let's get a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the story itself is just very, very whatever. But but the world and the gameplay were like really really cool, and I wish mm. more people played it. God, I used to, I used to play online in that game and just wash people in one on ones. They had these they had a cage match game mode. Most most uh, matches took place in a giant map where you kind of ran around and, and took out targets as you found them. There's like eight people in a map. Yeah. But they had a one on one cage mode in a in like a cage, and. <laughs> Um, in a world where all these people have all these crazy weapons, the Black Baron just threw hands, and that's who I played as. He is is so much fun, man. I would I would buy um, an Anarchy Reigns port on modern consoles in a heartbeat. Oh. I would buy that in a heartbeat, man. I love that game. And Bayonetta's in. I think I already mentioned that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about her later. Oh yeah, it was a good, we're gonna a good talk segue. about her later. <laughs> yeah, good segue, right? Um, what about you? What uh, What do you so, think? This is kind of recent, but I was playing this game Control, and I thought, really? Yeah, I I thought the the gameplay was interesting, but then when it came okay. to like the story. I'm pretty sure there's people who love the lore and everything. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I hear and, good things about the story. Yeah. But if you play it for yourself, it's, it's, it, how can I put it? Oh, if I've you, played it. Yeah. I have a very strong opinion about Control. Yeah. It, it, this is my first impression. Like, I, I, I was intrigued by the mystery of it. And then at some point in the game when I was complaining, I'm like, is something interesting going to happen? And then, yeah. I, and then I beat it. <laughs> And then I was like, 
So that was it. And then I'm, uh, and then, and then it's just like I'm like I'm trying to find okay, like maybe 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 I'm stupid. I don't feel I don't know what's going yeah. on. Maybe I it's should. It's just look too at, deep for you, bro. It, it is. You wouldn't understand, bro. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's just like like I'm a I, I love remedy it I love remedy games, but this this was the one where I was like I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe it's too maybe it's just too complex for my understanding. I don't know. But yeah, I, it, it it definitely tries to go for that. Um, I don't have too much to comment on the story because I didn't get. I think I got like maybe like a third of the way through the game, yeah. and I stopped playing because holy shit, does that game have the worst map I have ever yeah. used in a game? Oh, absolutely, dude. Oh, and, it was. And yeah. before anyone comments like, "Oh, you just suck at using maps again," dude, I've played no. every single Metroid game, and you want to tell me that it's harder? Like Metroid maps aren't hard to read and 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 aren't complicated. Like, Dude. well, Metroid maps aren't hard to read, but they are complex. I've played... Uh, Metroidvania is one of my favorite genres. I have no problem with using maps in video games. Yeah. It, like, it, it's not even that it's unintuitive. It's it's fine, you know, you pull the map up and you look at it. It, it just doesn't seem like it matches the structural integrity of the level around you yeah. whatsoever. You have no direction of where you're going to. There's no levels that tell you where you are. It's like, damn. Yeah, it's, you can play, it's the shittiest map. <laughs> you can play a Resident Evil game from, like, 1996, and the map is better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad. <laughs> Ocarina of Time maps from N64 literally shit on this game. Right. It's just like, it's like how do you, it's like, was it, was, was the map made like that intentionally? It's just like, I ah. have no clue. That's, but that's, if it was intentional, I, I, I don't fuck with it. It's not for me. Yeah. It's just not for me. For sure. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> definite. But I can say that's definitely one of the games I've been playing for sure, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, kind of going into the next segment, um, you know, we usually like to talk about the games we've been playing for the last week, in this case, the last three weeks. Um, I'm just going to go real quick. Obviously, as everyone knows, I'm obsessed with Monster Hunter Sunbreak right now. Um, I just rolled credits on the game, and it's absolutely fantastic. I, I, I recommend the expansion for anyone. Even if you're just interested in Rise and you haven't bought the base game, there's a bundle right now. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend doing that if you're interested. There's no better time to jump into Monster Hunter than now. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of miscellaneous horror games. Um which I do talk about from time to time, but played a lot of Fall Guys, I will say. Um, it's just a oh, fun Fall game Guys I can play cool. with a lot of my friends. It's got full cross-play. Um, my girlfriend loves playing Fall Guys. We're, we're trying to get her her first win. But I'm telling her, I'm like, babe, you got to like play on your own sometimes, too, to practice the <laughs> stages. And she's like, but I want to play with you. I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I get that, but you got to play by yourself and practice. <laughs> You're going to have to learn one day. <laughs> yeah, you got to learn today. <laughs> we got to make it to round three. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, but it's uh, it's been it's been pretty good. My, my brother recently started playing Hollow Knight. Oh, um, man. Because I... I I'm I'm very vocal about how I think Hollow Knight is um, one of the best games I've ever played. And uh, w- would you consider the Wii a modern system? Uh, I would not. But would you consider the Wii a modern video game system? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider the Wii a modern video game system. But I I want to make that distinction. I think Hollow Knight is the best modern video game I've ever played. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like period. It is the best modern video game I have ever played. 
and I've been just, you know, my brother doesn't play many single-player games because he has all sorts of projects he works on, but mm. I've, I'm just like, man, Jake, we're about to go on a vacation. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to be traveling. You should check out Hollow Knight, and he's like, all right, fine. Uh, you know, I, I'll have nothing else to do while traveling, so I'll do it. Yeah. And he he caught the itch. He caught, he, he's like, dude, this game is like oh, he got the it. best parts of Castlevania, Zelda, and Metroid combined. And he says, um, he, he had a beautiful way of describing the game. He says, this game is like what the, like <laughs> stylistically and thematically what the first Zelda would have been if they had the technology back then to do it. Damn, would, that's would, a lot. Would be Hollow Knight. Dude, it is just a... Hollow Knight is such a pure sense of adventure and exploration. It it, it, it really is. More so than any 3D um, exploration-based game I've ever played. Yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is a game made by an indie studio that came out of the gate and just defined a redefined a genre i mean when 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 does that happen it's 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 absurd it's awesome but you know i'm glad he's playing it but i want to hear what you've been playing too josh oh no i mean so you've been playing a lot i mean so since since that break we uh we've been on i mean i went on vacation too so i've been playing i played star wars jedi fallen order i love that game had some cool like Metrovania um, segments, even though I wish the map was stuff. Kind of like Control was done a bit better. Does it have a bad map? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's a lot more understanding, but still like it's still a cluster to like mm. to like to navigate. You know, because sometimes you kind of get lost in, in some segments too. Like yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but 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 it's it's not a, it's it's a lot more open. It's a lot more open space than Control. So um, definitely play Control as well. Uh, on vacation, I was playing the hell out of this game, Hotline Miami. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you telling me that's your first time playing Hotline I, Miami? My first time playing Hotline Holy Miami. Shit. I love Dude, I love it. Oh, I was, it's so good. I played. I was playing it on my Switch, and I was oh, just man. like, this game is intense. But it was It is it the was video cool. game equivalent of, of, like, pure cocaine, man. Yeah. That game is awesome dude it it was like i loved it i loved the soundtrack i just like it felt like playing the vr missions of metal gear solid but like crank to 11 it's just guns blazing just going about your day it was just it it, it, it was just a good time uh yeah i mean you want to talk about a game with no filler yeah hotline miami not a not a minute of filler in that game it's just I, i mean one of the best indie games ever made I'm gonna just be upfront up and honest with that. It is. Yeah. I haven't played the sequel. I, I hear it's also great, but um, Hotline yeah. Miami One is something else. Yeah, something like, else. I'm st- I'm still replaying it right now, and I'm just like I just like who like like people y'all indie games man indie games is where it's at. Yeah. We we can we continue to say it over and over, and then um I did also play. <laughs> I did also play a few Castlevania games too. I played Castlevania Rondo of Blood and okay uh, and Symphony of the Night because during vacation did you finish Symphony of the Night? No, I'm I'm still in the beginning. I'm still playing it. Okay, 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 okay. But we'll but basically, but basically, um, I ended up watching the the, the Netflix show of my uh, dad the other day. He was watching Castlevania. Oh, we binge watched. We binge watched the entire thing, dude. When I say like that, the show itself was so. 
amazing. And I was like, this is how you do a video game adaptation correct. And it uh, made me want to play the yes. games. That's how good the show was. So, so as, as as someone that's grown up with Castlevania, yeah. um, I can say with confidence that it is the best video game adaptation of anything. It yeah. like any every show, movie, um, series, whatever. It is like fan series. This is the best video game adaptation of anything. <laughs> yeah. They were so respectful of the source material. Every spin they put on the source material in order to tell their vision of the story was believable and worked so well. Yeah. All of the characters are fucking amazing. Yeah. And Dracula is one of the just oh god dracula was so good in that show dude yeah god he was so good i was i was just pleasantly surprised because like most times when they had like mother company you know other studios or productions they adapted it's like they kind of don't get it they just either they give things to you so early or they'll just they'll just put in some like lore details in the background for like mm-hmm. as an easter egg for fans to like which is bullshit too and it's like things yep. don't things don't feel earned it was just rushed through there and it's just like it, you know like, I, we, I can go on and on about like video game movies but we probably make that a different topic next episode oh God, yeah <laughs> I'm, we're, we're probably gonna have to get that after i um uh watch the sh- absolutely shitty illumination oh, mario movie that's coming out soon oh yeah Oh, oh my god, dude! I'm not looking forward to that shit. Hey, I just watched a couple of episodes of Resident Evil, and God no. is. Uh... I've seen I've seen two clips from that show, and I will never watch it. I, those and those two clips Can were we an just... affront to God. Did you Did you see? Did, I mean, okay, let's 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 talk about this part real quick. Did okay, you go see, ahead. Okay, did you see any clips of like the? Okay, I was gonna say the, the, the actor Lance Riddick. He's a great actor. He's he's good. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't mind him as Wesker. I, 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 I have no problem with that. I don't, my, I don't mind it too. But then, I saw the clip where they, he, he, I guess he was like a clone or so. And then they had like the Wesker outfit where he had like the trench clothes in the, in the glasses. Oh my god! And it the, was like he looks like Blade. It was yeah. Blade, and I was like, this, this what Wesker would look like. He was black Blade, and I'm just like, oh no. See, but that's. That's just like shitty costume design and writing. That's not Lance Reddick's fault. No, it, it's not his fault. But then it was just the hair, the wig, and the hairpiece. It was just, it was just bad to look at. I haven't seen it all the way through, but it was just bad. And everybody's calling him, "Hey, there's Blaze cousin Butter Knife." You know. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Somebody play that rave music from the 90s. <laughs> it was, and it, dude, I, I'm just sitting here. It, 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 this is just funny, but like, I'm just thinking about it. It's like, if they had the character, if, if they had the character Blade, and then they cast and they cast a white guy to play him, it would be John Clive Van Damme as yeah. him. <laughs> it, was, it was like, hey, it's Whisker. No. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just... The, it's like I'm like who the hell contact who, who the hell talked to Tyler Perry and borrowed his wigs for this oh for that my god. that is terrible <laughs> oh my god <laughs> please butter knife <laughs> I was just like oh my Dog, like I, I guess like 
you know, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's always these articles coming out talking about um, how Netflix is in the shitter and they're just not making money. Bro, oh, like, man. and it makes so much sense because it's like, <laughs> it's like the budget for these shows they're putting out is like they had like, uh, well, we, we got some lunch at Wawa and we used the leftover change uh, to make the budget for the rest of the evil show. <laughs> so so we went down to fucking Party City and bought a Blade costume and put it on him oh. and called him Albert Wesker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... So, oh. It's crazy, dude. It's oh. nuts. I, I, am, I am so actively... I am against any video game adaptation... Unless it's animated, then then I'm like, okay, maybe we can talk. And then yeah, I'm against any fucking oh, live action anime, dude. Is another sin. It's an affront to God. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. They're doing a live action Yu Yu Hakusho. Have we oh. not learned our lesson? Have we not learned our lesson with Cowboy Bebop? Dragon Ball Evolution should have been our lesson to never do this shit again. Oh, and man. we keep doing it, and people keep watching it. And, and the thing that frustrates me the most is that a lot of people, when there's a new live-action anime coming out, there's a bunch of people... Oh, excuse me. There are a bunch <laughs> of people that are like, oh, but but this one this time, though. It's like, no. No, dude. No. If we don't learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it, my friend. Yeah. And this, that's what we are going to do. We're going to get the shitty, great-value Walmart Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> show. <laughs> And it, it's it's gonna be ass, and people are gonna watch it, and I'm gonna cry. Yeah, <sighs> it, it, it's bad when you. When it's bad. I, I can never, I can never be that person who tries to force themselves to like it, and you try to like. Well, it's not that bad, is it? No, dog. Oh, it, dude, it's, it's terrible. That was me with Final Fantasy 15 when that came out. Oh God. God, I was defending that. Like, I was so excited for that game, um, and <laughs> when I played it, and I just realized it was fecal matter. I was like, oh, but. No, it, it's 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 good though. I mean, this part is good, and, th- and then two weeks later, I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever played in my life. <laughs> That's when you Sometimes, start to crack. Man, oh, yeah, because you got because you don't want to believe that something you were so excited for ends up being shit. Yeah. Right? Like that's the whole thing is you don't want to admit that to yourself. That's the last time I ever had like that sort of feeling with the game. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I really temper my expectations for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. So that I kind of don't run into a situation like that, but yeah, I, I got, I got myself way too excited for Final Fantasy fifteen, and oh, I should have knew man. better because what was their last single player one? Final Fantasy thirteen, and that game was dog shit. So I don't <laughs> know what the fuck I was expecting. <laughs> um, yeah, I I had no clue what I was expecting. So, um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, my friend, man, my, we went on a my tangent friend, there. Yeah, my friend uh, Kuma, if he, when he, if he hears, he was like, "See, Josh, I told you." <laughs> <laughs> what does he? Is he a Final Fantasy fifteen hater? No, he hates thirteen. Oh, he, it's terrible. He hate. He hates it. And I guess that at one time I played, terrible. I was like, I was like, I actually like this game. But then again, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game in a long time. But then. I play like seven remake, and I look at thirteen, and I'm like, yeah. Look, this, this. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what to like and not like. Obviously, oh yeah. If you ever want to go back, play and form your own opinion. I encourage yeah. you to do that. Oh yeah. But knowing the kind of stuff you like, I would be very surprised if you played a third of that game and you came <laughs> back and were like, I like this. Yeah. Um, and the reason, well, I think I think we should spend an entire different 
episode talking about <laughs> the um, shitty Final Fantasy games because I have a lot to say about thirteen and fifteen. Um, oh, but uh, we do we should get to our uh, clipper cap, which today we're going oh, yeah. to cap. Um, that was fun though. I mean, we kind of went off on a tangent, but that was that was good. Uh, oh, I like yeah, that. For sure. <laughs> um, this is a comment that came fresh from Josh's video one of josh's videos and that's probably going to be a common theme because josh gets a lot of hot takes in his comments on his I videos do. <laughs> so um this guy says and josh what was the like the purpose of this video was to talk about what exactly uh like, paint it, the it, picture it, it will um what well, we this the video will be linked in the description for uh, spotify uh for, for this podcast but also uh basically the, my hot take was about um it was a it was more of a message to the gaming community, um, right. talking about uh, when we put, when we put our opinions out there as fact, we we have to be mindful of the things we say because sometimes our our words can have power and I guess meaning to them. Ah, oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, and, some, and sometimes you know a lot of there's like a I ain't saying everybody, but there is like a good amount of people who uh, tend to just agree without. You know, right. thinking about what the person says, and then yeah. they have like an army of people. Basically, I just talked about that people need to do their research before saying that whatever game is dead. Like basically, people need to just yeah. formulate their own opinions and come to their own conclusion, and not just uh, uh, just not not just agree with someone says. Not even me or big gaming. Just form your own opinion. You know, we, yeah. We, people we just, follow whatever the popular narrative is at the time. That's that's popular to do on right on social media with with especially with video games. Yeah, and. That's a totally reasonable thing to make a video about. Oh yeah. So basically, uh, I basically I was basically it was about this guy. He was saying like Halo Infinite's dead. Like, listen, we know Halo Infinite having problems three for three. You know they they they're they're struggling to get. They're 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 making an effort just to you know to fix this game. You know should it should it came out you know should have been delayed yeah. sure, but it is what it is. What's done is done. All we can do is just hope for what they can do going yeah. forward. But, but then they um, talk down on others for who continue to play the game. That's the, that's the problem. Is that's like, another problem. Yeah. And then, so it, like, like, go ahead. I, I was I was just gonna say it's like if you meet someone online that doesn't comply with your 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 pre-established narrative of of how this game is generally viewed. Like if, yeah. if this game is generally viewed as bad, you shouldn't play it. Type thing. Well, I this do. person might like, and then that's 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 exactly. Um, the whole premise, and, and that's the crux of the problem with this comment. Yeah. So I'm not going to give the name of the guy who made the comment, but you oh, know, yeah. if you go to the video, you, you can probably see it. Um, he yeah. says, if you want to see skewed perspective, look at horror game reviews on Steam. Steam <laughs> reviews are consumer reviews. Yes, to they keep are. In mind. Um, a lot of those games are trash, but will have insanely positive reviews. So... That yeah. I find interesting because um, <laughs> are we just throwing like every horror game released on Steam into this? Are we talking about um, indie horror games? Are we talking about AAA it's, horror? Like exactly, it's such and a I, blanket and statement. I, and I told the guy, I was like, you do realize you said Steam, so you do re you realize that a lot of people who get who give positive reviews about the game are the users themselves. <laughs> yeah, people people who purchased. Now there's shitty Steam reviews, like games have been review bombed. Yeah, I'm not denying very. that, but his comment is implying that most of these horror games on Steam are bad, and they have and 
they just get good reviews for whatever reason. Well, okay. I feel like we need to take each game on an individual basis. Um, yeah. I mean, we're throwing, yes, horror game is a genre, but um, you have a horror game like Outlast and a horror game like Silent Hill. Those are two completely different experiences. Right. So, I don't know. Way yeah. too much of a blanket statement for me. Yeah, yeah. One, one is more about, like, the thrill of being chased and trying to, yeah. like, find out what's going on. The other one has some thematic elements of... That's, yep. that are that are just uh, prof- that are just a lot more deeper. <laughs> yes, it's like psych- like much more like profound themes and and uh, um, plays plays on your psychology. It's more of like a psychological horror. Right. Uh, Outlast is very much like shock and um, the fear of being chased by something, which right. is like eighty percent of the game is running from shit. And also too, like the like horror, the horror just like comedy is very like subjective. So like yeah uh, like the like I, I was telling my friend uh my friend Brandon of this and I was like the I feel like like the horror community I mean even though it is a niche community but it's just like I don't want to say like they're not like other gamers but you know everyone everybody feel everyone gets something different out of a horror game it's like you you never have like the same or similar conversation with someone you know how they gravitated like. I, I could say that, you know, I didn't enjoy playing a game like Soma, but then so many other people would say, oh, that game was, like, beautiful, or there were yes. some things about it, and it's just like, you it know, It resonated like, with them. Right, and it's just like, it, it, you really don't, you really, you, you know, just because you say it's trash doesn't mean, uh, and, and everybody else says it's good, I mean, it doesn't really have no meaning. You know, a lot, I think another issue is a lot of people, we have to, like, stop saying something is trash, because we don't like it, because it's more fitting when you said, yeah. "Hey, I played it. It's just I, I didn't like it. It just wasn't for me." Cool, you know, you know, it, cool. Be- you know, when yeah. you're saying the game is trash, uh, those are based- two different opinions, right? Saying saying yeah. it's not for me, and that you think this game is like, right. objectively terrible, right? If if a lot more people said the game is just not for me, it would save a lot of people a, a lot of headache. But when you say a Absolutely. game is when you say a game is trash. You're not only putting negative information there, but you're also giving false information too, and, and to a degree. They're saying the game is not worth playing, or the game is just not that because it's not to your liking. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's there's a lot fewer games I would classify as just being abysmal game. Like actually, I think are terrible games. Right. That, like, like I don't like Grand Theft Auto. I do right. not think Grand Theft Auto is a trash video game. I see why other people like it. Then right. I play this indie horror game I played back in the day called Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollow's still to this day probably the worst video game I've ever rolled credits on. Yeah. Um, that, I believe, is just a, a objectively bad video game that I cannot see anybody enjoying. Yeah. And that, like, but that's a very bold claim. And right. people throw that claim on everything. They, again, like Halo Infinite. Okay, the players are dwindling and they haven't. Um, uh, they're they're not um, keeping up with their promises, uh, right? With 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 DLC content. But is the game completely trash, dog shit? Well, no. It's still a very playable game. It has fun right. gameplay, some fun modes. It's not what it could have been, but yeah, it's 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 important to make that dis- uh, distinction. I feel. Yeah, and, like like we're yeah. we're like we're, is at a point in time now. Like even though I don't, I'm not standing up for. 
you know, some of these companies. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I give a lot, I give my heart out to like developers, you know, they're trying, they got to deal with the higher ups telling them to yeah. get these games out on their deadlines, you know, right. so on and so forth. But like, is that a point in time where people will say that a game that has bugs or whatever the case may be, it's trash because there is bugs. And it's like, here's the thing. Um, we're in this ecosystem now to where if it, I'm like, again, I'm not speaking for it. I'm just saying we're in an ecosystem now to where if a game is released and it has bugs and stuff, or whatever, it can get patched out compared to like how things were back in the nineties yeah. or so. Now, if a game was right. just terrible at launch, it was just terrible. And sometimes, and very, and sometimes like not so often you get like new revision of the same game that might fix some issues. Like, for instance, like Super Mario sixty four. It's not the game is not bad, but there were like there were a bug people exploited to where you can like glitch through a level to get to the end game, and they yeah, had to, yeah. and they fixed it with later revisions. You know, there were no downloadable patches and stuff like that. No, so it's you just had to like, release whole other versions of the game, and and I think the big distinction with that because that's a great point is yeah. whether devs use that. Like, whether bugs being present at launch is due to the devs just like, okay, we're just going to release the game, we know it's a mess. Or whether the scope of the game, just based on the technology of the systems we have now, is just so large that due to the size and nature of the game, of course there's going to be some bugs um, that are in the launch version that are going to be worked on as now they have all these playtesters in the form of consumers. Like, we... as games get more complicated, the likelihood of bugs at launch increases, but we have to be exactly. careful in making that distinction. Exactly. It's, and, and, and also, too, uh, not to linger on in this point, but we have to look at every video game in a case-by-case, you know, basics. Yeah. And we have to, like, you know, for instance, if, if it's, like, with, um, let's say, for instance, like, CD Projekt Red, when they were getting ready to, like, do the reviews of uh, Cyberpunk, if, they, if right. they're telling people to withhold information, you know, that you know that's, that's okay to be skeptical about that. But then, if, you know, then, then there's another thing, when if another game comes out, and then you have people who vindictively just want to look for the negatives in the game just to blow up out of proportion, and everyone just agrees with them with this mob mentality. Yeah, that's another narrative. thing. Yeah, because like this, because stuff like that happens when it came to like when newer consoles being released. I remember this one t- long time ago when the Switch came out and people were making these panic videos saying these Switch are not working. And it's like, okay, there, there's going to be some defective models, but then, yeah. but th- but then some people making them a- as if, oh, they're all bad. And, and it's like you have to be, you really have to be careful with the message you're putting out there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in the age of the internet, it's easier than ever to put out bad information. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, other than that, though. Very good opening discussion. Very. Um, we're going to go over the news pretty quickly coming up. So if you stick with us right after this short uh, short break, we're going to get to some news topics. And then mm. we're going to get to our main topic of the evening. Thanks for joining us. And we are back with the news. Uh, Josh, we're going to start out with a uh, topic I keep shilling. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak sells over 3 million units. So why is this a big deal? Why is this worth talking about? Well, we got to look at Monster Hunter World. Um, obviously, Monster Hunter World base version sold much more than base rise. 
I think mm-hmm. around twice as much, and that makes sense. It was on more platforms. Um, it's the main flagship um, release of Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's start of a new generation. However, Sunbreak is keeping on pace with the Iceborne expansion for Monster Hunter World. Which oh, is, really? That means that more people are... are the, more people that bought Rise are staying for its expansion compared to the people that bought World staying for its expansion. If that that's makes sense. A lot. No, that's, that's saying a lot. So I'm not sure quite what that means, but I think it's a good thing for the health of the game. Um, I will say, for anyone thinking about purchasing the game, it's on PC and Switch. I strongly recommend getting the Switch version if you can, and here's why. Obviously, PC has better, better visuals, better frame rates, more controller options, um, mm. things like that. On paper, the PC is objectively a better version of the game. Yeah. But the main problem is that the player base on the Switch is not only way larger, it's completely region-free. So if you go Ooh. into um, like matchmaking, getting a team together, you get a team together on the Switch in a few seconds. I want to say on PC, people are reporting that most of the time they can't find other people to play with. Because not only do they have way less people, but their matchmaking is kind of fucked in that it's only looking in their region. When, when, when it's looking for oh, random people to play with. The Switch looks for anyone on the planet playing the game. So if you value playing online um, and you don't have version. a dedicated group of friends to play with, get the Switch version of the game. I mean, it, it runs at a locked 30. It's it's not a bad experience whatsoever. I've played yeah. 150 hours on the Switch. It's, it's great. So um, just want to say that. But uh, that I don't really have insight. much to talk about with Sunbreak. Like, Josh, I... You're not getting Sunbreak, are you? You're not a big would, Monster Hunter guy. I would like to invest. I would like to play the Monster Hunter games at some point. I probably end up getting Rise at some point. Yeah. Just it's a lot of time though. Like I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I like as as much as I shill it when when people are like, dude, I don't, I don't have a hundred hours to put into the base game, and then more <laughs> to put in. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. I just like I. You just you, you got to love that gameplay loop. Of killing bigger things, getting more armor, etc. I think sometimes it wouldn't hurt for some people just to give things a try. I know that some, I know that we all got our you know our daily lives and such, like yeah. families and whatnot. But even then, like like I know there's a gym like oh I gotta put this many time to grind, and it's like you can put. I mean I'm saying you can, you know. Play whatever you had a free time available when you have the most amount of time to invest. You ain't got to invest, like, the whole day into it. You just put yeah. whatever time you can just to... The main part is just to see if you enjoy it. I think that's what really right. matters. But I think, I think, to the point you just made, I think the reason it's a conflict for people is because yeah. they feel like they're getting behind with all the other players, with, with big multiplayer games yeah. like this. And that's Monster Hunter really is not like that. It, it, and, and I encourage... I strongly encourage people that are getting into the franchise for the first time. That's you can play this game at your own pace. You're not getting behind anything. Those event quests that that come out in updates and and that that sort of end game content, it's not going anywhere. It, it's on. <laughs> it's it's once you download it, that's on your cart. You're. I wish somebody good, told. So. <laughs> I wish yeah. somebody told me told it to me like that. <laughs> I yeah, it's, I it's not going anywhere. 
I would have went into Final Fantasy fourteen with a more of an open mind. <laughs> oh well, that's a bit different. That's an MMO. <laughs> yes, that's different. I Speaking of what we were talking about earlier with games launching with bugs, we got to talk about Ubisoft Skull and Bones. Oh, talk to me. You mean to tell me? And Ubisoft, I'm talking to you. Ubisoft would never collab with me at this point. I, I've, I've made too many videos <laughs> shitting on Ubisoft. And and it sucks because I I love Rayman so much. And the state of this company, man. Uh, U, Ubisoft's in a rough spot right now, but I digress. Skull and Bones. We know the game is in development hell. We know the game's been in development hell oh, for a yeah. while. You would agree, Josh, right? Yeah, I was it's looking forward to it when it when it was announced, but then yeah, right. it's been quiet. <laughs> Seemed like, cool. What, Ten years. <laughs> Seemed like a pirate alternative to Sea of Thieves. Um, yeah. And then years and years went by, and we hear nothing about the game other than the fact that it's in development hell. Yeah. And then you show your first gameplay trailer at a random Ubisoft digital event, and it's coming out in a few months this year. Oh god. What? Hold on. Something ain't right. <laughs> Something is not right here with <laughs> Skull and Bones because this game I mean, look, I've been wrong before. In fact, if I got a dollar for every time I was wrong, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> but I would bet money that this game is going to la- launch in a disastrous state. There Josh, there's no way this game is finished. There's already, no already- way it's finished. Are they, are they launching it at full price? Yes. This is a oh, full God. price game. This is oh, not an sounds... early access game at a discount. This is oh, not no. a free-to-play game. This is a, a full Ubisoft game that's going to have shitty DLC options, and there's going to be like a, a regular version, a silver version, a gold version, a platinum version with like um, that's like $110. And I, I'm, I'm just like, how is this coming out this year? Unless all of the reports about Skull and Bones being in development hell are wrong, which I don't think they are. No, nah, I think it is been in development hell. No, dude, hell this is going to be sure. a fucking disaster, man. I was excited for it after Black Flag, and I'm just like, now we're hearing about more about it? <laughs> yeah, people are saying like like the pirate elements of Black Flag were good, so a game built around that has potential. But, yeah. dude, I look, if anyone's excited for Skull and Bones... I, I strongly encourage you to not pre-order the game and to, to wait for not just reviews, but re- reception from content creators you might enjoy um, yeah. or that align with your personal uh, values and, and, oh, excuse me, interests about, you know, video games. Like, everyone has certain creators or reviewers that they're like, okay, this guy's pretty similar to me, right? Yeah. So if he enjoys something, it's likely I will enjoy it and yeah. and vice versa. So I encourage you to do that. Um, I'm I'm not getting the game. Um, I, I I'm avoiding it, man. It something something ain't right about this. I I, I don't I don't really know what to say other than that. They, they probably they probably should have did the, the skate approach. <laughs> yes, yeah. The, uh, skate. So skate's going free to play, which is I don't really have much of a comment about that. I mean, everyone's like talking about how great skate was. I was yeah. a Tony Hawk kid, man. I, I, I played Tony Hawk, um, and by the time Skate came out, I was done with the skateboarding games. Yeah. I never played Skate. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, want, I, want, I, never play, I have never played a Skate game before, but I'm interested in giving it a try based on how 
uh, I, I saw the video they did, the 18-minute video, where they where they were talking about their plans for it, going to free-to-play, and they yeah. broke it down. It was like, I, yeah, and, and, and I, I appreciate the transparency because not many people, not many people just do it. They just talk to us like we're kids or whatever. It's like we're sorry, yeah. I made a speak. Like, now listen, we <laughs> very yeah. often we get like a like a, a dev from like the war zone community. It's like, yeah, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. How how they pretty much flat out admitted that they ruined the game. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I was we, like, we, well, I mean, at least you're honest. Yeah, it was, it was give like some credit. Yeah, at least here, here's the first step of recovery. Admit, admit, <laughs> you have a problem. Admit <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, it's like I, shit. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm curious of what they're going to do, uh, and you know, you know, I, I know there are people that are like angry about it. It's just like, it, it's just like. <laughs> Let, we'll I, see. I'm just like let, let's wait. Let's just wait until it comes yeah. out. Then we'll talk about it later. We'll see. I, I think part of the reason is it's EA, so it's like okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I get I get your apprehension. It's, yeah, it's 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 understandable. You know they yeah. they've been fucking up. But, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's doom and gloom. No. Uh, apocalypse for 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 skate. I think no. I think there's still potential. They yeah, could, they could nail it. They could. Yeah, it's it's like give the devs a chance to too because yeah. you know they got they got they gotta they gotta make they gotta work for. Well, I I don't know how exactly what they're you know um, that's the thing that people we all I think we all gotta do our research on because we don't know exactly we don't know exactly how the development thing work is like if they're completely independent or if they just they're you know if this EA investing their share their shares like we 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 don't know how. Yeah, entirely, entirely it works. It's not like with Dice and EA where everything was just riddled with transactions, or it's like Respawn with Apex where it's like, okay, they really give a fuck about this game. They're not gonna fuck this up. It's like, it's one of those things. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a lot that remains to be seen, and they're very um, open about how early the project is. So um, yeah. I don't want to make too many comments about it before we see sure. more of the finished version. But yeah, I'm I, I don't think it's necessarily doom and gloom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But switching gears, yes, I do sir. want to talk about The Queen is coming back. Bayonetta 3 is coming out this year, October 28th. Oh, yeah. And holy shit, am I excited. They released a massive, tra- like, over three-minute trailer. Uh, lots of story stuff. Uh, new new characters. They confirmed that the game has a naughty and a nice mode. So, <laughs> for those of you, Josh, I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but... They have a naive angel mode. That's what they're calling it, where you turn on naive angel mode and Bayonetta stays clothed during her um, transformations and her attacks. Because if you've ever played one of the games, <laughs> she gets almost naked during her special moves and stuff it's like a lot that. Of, it's a lot of skin. <laughs> a lot of skin showing. And little Tommy, little Johnny, playing in the living room when mom and dad walk by, probably... <laughs> Doesn't want them to see Bayonetta shaking ass on, you know, 4K, 10, well, no, it's on the Switch, so 1080p <laughs> on the on the TV screen. So, if you, if you hey, <laughs> and they, they literally can... advertise it for <laughs> living room TV playing scenarios. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure a lot of, I'm pretty sure a lot of kids are going to be playing this game in their beds late at night and stuff, <laughs> so it kind of defeats the purpose now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I totally like the fact that they have Naive Angel mode. They have a nice mode on there. Uh, I will not be playing on that mode. In fact, that mode will never be getting played on in this household. No. 
<laughs> it's just as uh, bad as Sony censoring their games because. <laughs> well, Sony doesn't give you an option. <laughs> that's the bad part. That's, that's the worst part. They're just like, oh, this is y'all's creative vision. Okay, we're just going to ruin that. Yeah, I remember people were pissed off about Devil May Cry 5. I was like, are yeah. you serious? You can't even see. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yep. So, Sony, yeah, Sony needs to cut that shit out. They did that with Martha is Dead and, um, recently, and it, it caused the developers to have to rework shit right before the game, and it, like, oh, completely butchered the PS4 version of the game because they thought one of the scenes was too graphic. And I'm just like, Sony, if it's too graphic, then that's what the fucking M for Mature rating is there for. Yeah. It's dip like, shits. Yeah, it's the, 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 the ESRB yeah. Uh, rating was there for a reason. It's stop. been there since 1993, yeah. y'all. Stop, stop. <laughs> Stop thinking you need to protect gamers from themselves. And it's so funny how this has just flipped, because Nintendo used to be the one that weirdly censored games. Yeah. And now Nintendo lets you fucking upload Hentai Hentai Puzzler <laughs> 3 onto the, the, the Nintendo eShop. They don't give a shit anymore. They don't, they don't oh, censor yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> Xbox has never censored anything, and they, they continue that trend. They don't. They don't censor their, any of their games, but yeah, no point. Yeah, PlayStation's <laughs> on a censorship spree. It's it's very weird and it it sucks. But this is not censorship. This is uh, an optional mode that's turned Forbidden. off by <laughs> default. So it's just like if you don't if you don't feel like playing this around family and it looks all sus, then yeah, <laughs> turn that on. But yeah, nope. we all. We all had that moment. We was watching anime, and something happened, oh, or yeah. something. Anime's may, horrible with it, man. Yeah, something may have sounded like it was uh, someone getting fucked. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> your mom was like, "What the hell is going on? No, yeah, mama, I can explain. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you looking swear. at them naked, looking at yeah. them naked girls again, ain't you? <laughs> no, <Yes>. mama. <laughs> I promise. I swear it's uh, not what it looks like. No, nah, there's, there's, there's no defending that. <laughs> I was watching it for the plot. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's for, yeah, for the uh, plot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'll be keeping the naive angel mode off on Bayonetta for um, the uh, the plot. Yes. I'm glad it's coming back. It's been a long time since. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. I fucking love Bayonetta, man. Yeah, it's such it's, a badass franchise. Yeah, man, it's just. It's just we we I was we 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 need them wacky Japanese action games every once yep. in a while. We don't we don't get them too often, so it's it's cool. Yep, and I have full confidence it's going to be a banger. Oh yeah, full confidence. I'm surprised it's coming out this year, but I got full confidence it's going to be a banger. Yeah, um, Nintendo, Nintendo's been like. Nintendo's been like uh, plugging in some some content. They just been like, yeah, we got some. Yeah, they're not doing as much directs, but it's just like they're, they're just like, off. yeah, it's like, this yeah, we don't, yeah, we got we got Xenoblade Chronicles three. Here you go. We got Bayonetta three. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> we got Mario Splatoon Ravage, three coming. Splatoon. Here you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Live Alive comes out um, next yeah. month, or at the end of this month. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, it, it's it's pretty consistent, solid releases from Nintendo for the rest of the year. I think they have five major first-party titles coming out this year, the yeah. rest of this year, not counting what we've already gotten. Yeah, it's it's like not many, nuts. Yeah, like, not many people are talking about it, but it's just like, they've been yeah. dropping some gems, though. <laughs> I think it's because people are focusing on the fact that... Like, a bigger games or something like that? Uh, no, like, they're, they're, they're focusing on, the like, the negative more. Of, of yeah. like, that it is a slower year for game releases yeah. in general. 
but because um, I guess people just like to focus on the negative more, and I've been guilty of that myself. Um, it's, it's you know just where people are like excited about yeah. the new the Nintendo Pro Switch, and then they get upset when there's no announcement of it. Or I yeah, don't know. I'm just like we'll get a Pro when it comes. I'm not even worried about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's uh that's all we got for the news. If you guys stick yeah, was... around, we're gonna. Finish with our last topic of the evening. We're we're going to talk about uh, something we've been hinting at: general open-mindedness in video games. Um, kind of what we'd like to see from gamers as a whole moving forward. It's a pretty general topic, but I have a few things to say. I know Josh has a few things to say too. So we hope you'll stick yeah. around right after this. are back so if you're listening morning afternoon evening whenever we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far josh open-mindedness in gaming you came to me with this topic and you said it's something you were feeling strongly about and and it is probably a broad topic so a lot of people might not really be sure exactly what we're talking about when we say that i want to hear what the message you're trying to get across is, and then I'll I'll kind of talk about where I'm at. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's um, I know we we talked we kind of talked about it briefly in, uh, yeah, in the beginning we portion. Um, basically, uh, gamers in general need to have a lot more of an open mind when it comes to a lot of aspect in gaming. We need more people to be a lot more open minded when it comes to video game news. Uh, judgment of games before they release and uh, fairness when it comes to developers and teams when they try to work on issues not expecting the worst out of everything based on past mistakes company has made Um, learning to like move on and and, you know just to not saying accept what it is right now but also provide something constructive so people you know we can have a brighter future Um, where this all stimulated Based on it, it, it all, this this portion kind of originated based on a conversation I had with friends. We're talking about uh, talking about Starfield, uh, Sonic Frontiers, uh, even like Skate going free to play. Like right yeah. now, we're in this generation where it's like everybody has something negative to say, and it's like no one's really contributing anything positive. I'm not gonna lie; I've been guilty about it myself. Me I've too. Been, I, I have judged games like. Uh, Golf of Nice for not looking like the Arkham games before because yep. it looked like that. But then you have some people who really are looking forward to that, and they feel like, damn, why you gotta talk shit about something I'm looking forward to or whatever, you know? And it's just like I think, I think the point is like it's okay to be skeptical about uh, something you're not too for sure about, but it's just we have to be very mindful and, and we have to be mindful of the energy we come off and when we express our opinion of things not saying change your mind about things just think about how you know think about the energy you're giving up when you're talking to people think about the energy you're giving up when you're expressing your criticism 
like a lot of people's criticism these days aren't even constructive. They're just tearing down things for yeah. the sake of tearing this stuff down. This is dog shit, or this is yeah. yeah. Um, do you think? First of all, I agree that like again, I I myself could work on a bunch of that. You know, it, yeah. it's so easy to have a knee jerk snap reaction and just and just yeah, and just be negative about something. Yeah. Um, and it's not like we're trying to say pretend every game's going to be great and just fall right. for every marketing gimmick in the book. No. You yeah. can be skeptical, but be more open-minded. Things that maybe look not like you were expecting, you know, be be open and, and maybe say, like, huh, you know what? I'm not sure how that's going to be, but I'm kind of interested to see more about it. Like, take that approach more. Because exactly. I think the hype cycle of video games and, 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 and the cycle we get into with social media... Yeah, fuels this desire to have quick snapshot hyper negative or hyper positive reactions to something we see very little of in like a brief trailer or something like that and i i i think this age of of the internet information age that we're in with when it comes to video games feeds into that and makes it easier for everyone to have those kind of snap um super hyper opinionated reactions off of very little information right yeah and it's just like we're just saying we really have to be mindful because sometimes too it's just like we don't think about what developers have to go through and oh like, yeah you know, like the crunch time which is inevitable but yeah. you know we don't think about that or or for instance people think that uh, like some gamers think that they can make a better video game than developers themselves yeah which is which is oh an also which is another <sighs> issue where where it's some bullshit yeah where it, like you have things where people don't like story structures or the things that you know based on what writers and developers want to tell as if they're making it. it's just like if you're not letting people create the stories or create things they want to make then how are we really progressing forward for video games in general we talked about this like you know oftentimes or so but it's just like it's just, I think what I'm trying to say is like, you know, it's we need to be a lot more open-minded, but at the same time too, we had to understand our part that we are gamers as well as consumers. Let's play something for what it is first, then we give our opinions later. Or actually, when the things come out, let's let's get our information more deeply yeah. about something before we just form our opinions. Stop yeah. looking at everything on the internet. Like, if you look at a video that has like a clickbaity title. Just know that okay, this person is trying to get my attention, so let's see what it's about. No yeah. one needs. To, oh, you're just being clickbait for a second. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are doing it. They're trying to get your attention. And it's those like, extreme opinions get those clicks and attention, and that's right. That, that's what continues this cycle. Right, um, and it's just it, it's like 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 my dad always tell me, learn how to act, not react. So it's just like if you see right. a title that says something crazy, click on the damn article and see what it's about. This, go check the article itself and see if this something this just just check and see if what you're reading is worth your time look for and also check and see if whatever article you're reading it if it's a credible source too like people have to do their research if a lot more people do their research which i'm you know which we know they're not going to do yeah. it would save themselves a lot more of a headache you can inform people uh you know that you know that hey this is this is not where it says because it's kind of like like Denzel Washington said a long time ago, I can't I can't quote it exactly, but it's just like, you know, uh, basically a lot of people would just look at something, and they'd be misinformed about it. People who don't look at it are uninformed about the stuff, and people are just so so quick 
to get their, you know, uh, their points out there first. They don't care about who they're trying to hurt. They just want to say it and sell it and just get as many clicks as they can. And people had to do their part not to be fools. <laughs> like, basically, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot that needs to go on. But basically, a lot of people just need to keep an open mind and not be... I'm not saying it's okay to be skeptical. It's okay to still have your opinions about things. It's just be careful of the energy you put out there. But yeah. also, just give things... Give each and everything in a case-by-case basis an open-minded approach. That's all I'm saying. No, I think that's great. What what I really want to hone in on here... Go ahead. <laughs> um, in, in terms of my take on all this, um, if I had to say we need to fix one thing... As gamers, we need to stop pretending like we know anything about game development because exactly. we know nothing. You don't like people say, "Oh, well, this this game engine's better than this game." You don't know anything about a game <laughs> engine. You don't know what the fuck a game engine even is. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know shit about game development. I don't know shit about coding. I don't know shit about the workflow. Exactly. I don't. I, <laughs> I, I don't have any idea what goes into making textures for games. What like. none of that i don't get it so as gamers we need to stop pretending and commenting on on frankly on things we know nothing about we can Mm -hmm. comment on we can criticize a game when it comes out we can comment on aspects of the finished product that we like dislike whatever but in terms of actual development process other than saying like maybe the working conditions at this studio are bad which we can say that about any job like you know you can you can be critical of of uh what it's like to work at a company in general just from the human perspective but other right than that in the game development process don't don't kid yourself as yeah uh, <laughs> un- unless you're also like in a like in you know you make games as a hobby maybe like an indie developer too like you're a gamer and an indie developer you don't know shit i don't know yeah, shit. We, we, we we really don't and it, like that's funny i asked my friend he's a qa tester for um a gearbox software uh gearbox the people who make oh, uh, no shit. yeah yeah and you know i asked him a question i know he, he can't tell me he can't tell me a lot of stuff because the ndas of which i understand i don't which i yeah. never ask you know I, I, out of respect but it's like i asked him a question I, this is why i typed him. i said do you or any of y'all team feel annoyed when people on the internet who never made video games in their lives have so much negative things to say as well as unrealistic demands dude he gave me a minute worth for conversation oh he God. says he he says yes, it's infuriating because some people don't. It's because people do not understand how video games work. Yeah, and he just go he, he just goes in for but like people don't understand how you know video games work. There's sometimes issues people come across, and you know it's not it's not as simple as people make it out to be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, I would imagine making a video game is way 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 more complicated than making a show, making yeah. a movie, writing a book. Uh, making a song, yeah. doing any other form of creating entertainment, I imagine video games is the hardest and yeah. the most complicated. And, and the funny thing is, like, what sparked it? Because like, I asked them this question because I just saw I, I just saw three for three. Uh, they just did like the Halo Infinite co-op uh, preview, and you know I saw bits and pieces of it, but I, I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool that they're they're really doing. Um, like you know, they're they're showcasing like four player co op and how it's happening. Like they're, I mean, they're still they're still there's some problems that they're working on, but they're showing a preview of you know what's to come. And then people in the comments are saying, "Oh, look, co op gameplay that's been a staple since 2001." I was like, "Are you really are you really serious, bro?" 
or there's people saying, "Oh, why does the game doesn't have like split screen?" And I'm like, "Dude, do you do you not yeah. understand how demanding like those resources are now?" Split Isn't that screen like <laughs> would be yeah, like I mean, there are plenty of game franchises that used to have split screen going uh, growing up that don't anymore, just due to the nature of how much resources that takes for a game system to do nowadays. Yeah. It's just kind of the territory when we're getting into making bigger, more technically demand or technologically demanding games. Like that's just right. how it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like, <laughs> yeah, we had the only guys like, Oh my god, you mean to tell me that you can't you can't have unique armor like you did in Halo Reach? I'm like, bro, you asking for too damn much, bro. Just be fucking happy. That <laughs> they're showing a preview. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, I, well I think people go into it expecting them to not like what they see so they go in with a negative um, oh they do they do like which i mean that's i can think of one time that's been good is i just like every state of play i went into the last state of play with a very negative like this is going to be ass because they're yeah they've all been pretty bad let's be honest state of plays have been very lukewarm at absolute best and it turned out to be great so i was pleasantly surprised but the better the better thing would be to go into it with no expectations. Be neutral. Say, like, yeah. you know what? Let's see what they show. If they don't yeah, show can... anything, whatever. If they show something cool, hey, I saw some cool stuff I'm interested in. It's a yeah. win-win for me. It's yeah. hard to do that, though. It is. Because yeah, we want to I... be reaction- reactionary. Right, because like, that's the thing of being a content creator, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, do I really want to just, do I really want to just give my... Whole high tech. Like, it was, am I really that upset about it, or maybe I'm just tripping? And like, maybe I look at the, the bigger picture. Like, I admit there were some videos I did. Like, yeah, I, I made fun of like Xbox the showcase, and then I, yeah. I really think back. I'm like, it really was. I mean, even though the video was entertaining, but it, it really the showcase itself really wasn't that bad. They showed a lot of games. It was just there were just some games that just wasn't for me, and I had to accept the fact that hey, at least there are some games that Microsoft is giving. You know, they're just content. They're you know, Microsoft is giving that to their gamers. It may not be. Some of it may not be to my liking, but someone is going to appreciate it more than I do. And so if they're happy about it, that makes me happy, you know? Yeah, and and I really do feel like that, you know, it it, it kind of is human nature to a certain extent. And yeah. it's really, at the end of the day, it's something we just need to be mindful of. We all do yep. it. Being more mindful of it just helps you do better and do it less. Um, other than that, though, I mean... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think I think that's you know we can have more positive, constructive conversations, and we'd love to continue to have positive, constructive conversations with all of you. Um, you know whether you want to email us at timeattackgamingpodcast at gmail dot com or you know Josh and I are both on um, TikTok. Uh, Josh, our, our our links are in the description, right? Yeah. So page. cool. So. Even though we we give our uh, we we give our uh, our credentials or shameless plugs, whatever the case may be, you can yeah. definitely look in the information box in your in any spot in any Spotify episode going forward. We'll have like the topic as well as our our links to our pages, so it'll be easier for you guys to find us. And at the same time, too, uh, for business inquiries and everything else, too, everything's in the description box. As, uh, you know, you basically you know where to find us. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we are not hard it's, to find. Um, it's it's getting simpler, so we, yeah. we, we're making it easier for everybody else. <laughs> and you can ask us questions everywhere. You know, like if you want to 
comment on one of our videos and be like, hey, I love the podcast or I hate the podcast. Here's my question. Yeah. <laughs> Look, even if you say you hate the podcast and you ask a question, we'll still answer it, you know. Um, but oh, yeah. you can always email us questions too. That's fine. Uh, at yeah. the end of the day, we we just love being able to take the opportunity to talk about some stuff that's been on our mind, and we are very happy to be back in action. Yes, back sir. in action weekly. Expect the weekly uploads to return. Um, that's all I have, Josh. I mean, do you have anything uh, you want to kind of sign off with today? Nah, any, in the words of Eddie Murphy uh, from the movie Coming to America, I am very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we are very happy to be back. So hope you guys, yes. <laughs> hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. It's been a long ride. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time coming. Two weeks. Hopefully we don't have to do that again. I was itching to get back. Me itching too, Itching to get back. But yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Uh, have a great rest of your day, afternoon, evening, whatever. Be safe. And most importantly, be kind to each other. Let's have more yes, constructive conversations about video games and uh, respect each other's opinions. Unless that opinion is that you like Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kind of. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for hanging with us. And we'll see you soon. Bobby Dream.